let's get ready to i cannot even say that you know that good morning no. there you go <laughs> good uh, morning ladies and gentlemen you know that dude actually copyrighted that he did yeah well i really and like if you say that i mean oh he did oh, oh i just no just no, no. i mean if we say that i mean maybe okay. not us right because we're not that wearing all that but like if if it's something for example that millions of people listen to and you say it i think if he wants to he can sue you well so if that is going to be said and it's to be him saying it talk about being exclusive like leonardo dicaprio's name he copyrighted his name no Leonardo? one could be yeah leonardo oh. dicaprio no one could be named leonardo dicaprio is that his real name that is a good question i think it is let's see what does good old friend wikipedia say i think it is i mean it's a cool name uh i've like never heard of his, I, i've never heard of that last DiCaprio. name DiCaprio. sounds italian DiCaprio. DiCapriotti. <laughs> DiCapriotti. So, so how are you, Luis? Honestly, what do you mean? Okay. Let's. That's it. that's something that I've always asked myself. How are you, Luis? Well, um. Uh, uh, when it comes, I don't know, dude. It's it's so weird. I always say I'm good, right? Do I think I'm good? I I believe so. Emotionally, um. I've been under a lot of pressure. Do I feel it? Not really. I know I am. Work, life. Wait, 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 wait. slow down. You yes. said you know you are under a lot of pressure? I am. How so? Under what pressure? Um, I have work. Everybody I works. I have sorry life. for the sound. There is a, some drilling outside of the studio. Ah. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> Hope they can, hope they can uh, finish without sauna. Yeah, they're they're uh, they're finishing up our gym. Oh, so go ahead. It's it's gonna be so useful when when they finish. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I have um, well, obviously work, right? Uh, it comes with a lot of overtime. It comes with a lot of um. Let's not talk about work. Well, yeah, I'm just trying to give you a little... I think you've talked enough about work. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, there's a lot going on. At work. Uh, yes. And then, well... Does does your job end when you get home or does it continue? I try to finish everything before I get home. Before I would uh, drive myself home and take some notes. Now it's like I try to finish everything before I get home. So, um, yeah, as soon as I get home, I, you're free. I'm pretty much free. Uh, the only thing I gotta worry about is you know doing my time card. So when you're when you're free, you're mm -hmm. still somehow stressed by work. Uh, in a way, yes. You know that's 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 the thing that I was talking about. Huh. Um, I know how. I know there's some sort of stress. They say that um, 
when you catch yourself breathing uh, from your chest, you know, when you're trying to relax and your chest keeps coming up. Yeah, that's anxiety right there. That's Outside stress. your stress, right? Yes. Okay, so that's, that's something I sometimes catch myself doing. When you're fully relaxed, There's instead so of noise. your chest lifting up, lifting up your belly lifts up so so in a way you kind of breathe with your <laughs> your belly belly ah uh, it's because see you yeah yeah me it, i don't really <laughs> but it, <laughs> you know kidding. there's yeah. there's that um when you're kind of fully relaxed mm-hmm. so yeah sometimes i catch myself breathing with my chest and um what's the current circumstances when that happens like do you when you get you say you catch yourself breathing like that from your chest mm-hmm. when that happens and you catch yourself do you think about what was in your mind at the time not really hmm. um so your body's under stress yeah i think so maybe you, you should do you sleep well i do the exercise uh not really that's probably probably your body needs some exercise could be some exercise some water uh, i drink a lot of water yeah probably the exercise but yeah it's um when it's that and i also well you know i'm i was how do i put it um, a little blessed with the little work so i'm trying to catch everything um so I say that, you know, there's a lot of pressure going on, even though, and even though I'm, there's stress and pressure, and exciting, excitement, maybe even anxiety, I, I feel pretty calm about it. Like before, I would just like kind of start losing it little by little. What's what do you mean losing it like before like i'm talking about maybe three years three years from now what is like what is like your definition of losing it um not being able to relax Mm -hmm. not being able to relax Mm -hmm. just uh uh completely on stress stressing out of a everything sorry that was a long screw <laughs> right yeah <laughs> but uh yeah i don't know like you know just stressing out over every single thing uh wouldn't be able to relax this was three years ago yeah i don't no patience nothing what helped you gain control of your stress mm. compared to three years ago circumstances i guess uh circumstances changed maturity Mm -hmm. um self-control um i could keep going you know eventually it all leads to one word i would say god it's i always say it's god because i thank him for everything even though sometimes i don't i don't show Sorry, gotta close the window. Even even though sometimes I don't show it, um, but just because I don't show it to 
church people or you know i don't expose how grateful i am you know doesn't mean i'm not i'm grateful of everything that i have um, and i try to i try to express as much as i can sometimes but yeah you can only express it with you know the people that truly matter now by expressing it you mean like vocally or with your with your actions or your life or everything so i normally it's funny because um uh it'd be fun letting all the church members understand what i've gone through and what i've learned and that would be a lot of help for them so they can avoid certain things but it's just sad how church has their own way of doing things and not everybody has the time or patience to sit down and conversate they just simply leave i hate to say this but i i get that but mm -hmm. At the same time, you would know more if you would assist. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's the same thing. I've been there for years, and it's always the same thing. So what you're saying is you're probably we're kind of changing subjects here, but you're, what you're saying is you're better off maybe finding another church. Because mm, it's it's. I try to help, but I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm. I don't have what they would call leadership, and you don't need to, you don't need leadership to or, go to a church. I don't have. I don't have what they think I should have. But what's that like? What what what? Who's yeah. they, and what should you have? I don't. I'm not sure. What you um, mean by that? What like church has requirements you gotta go to you gotta go to church obviously you gotta go more than once um my life evolves under a lot of time and i don't have the time to go back and forth uh, and to focus 75 percent of my time on, on church or church people i don't have that I mean, I used to for a long time, and I stayed there for a long time, and I helped with what I could. And when the time, with the time, was there when I said, you know what, I, I can't, I can't do these. I need to, I need to teach someone else to do what I'm doing, which it was the studio the sound oh right okay um i did because um i understand that there's not a lot of people that are willing to help but um there was a lot of things um going on around my life my life that i eventually you know had a i had to stop and i did i stopped so you Okay, it is safe to say that you were less mature back then. Yes? Mm -hmm. Yes. So when you gain more maturity, mm -hmm. you've, you made the decision to leave? 
Well, so. no, I was young. I was uh, I was like twenty, twenty one. Uh huh. When I left, I think I was like, what, like twenty three, twenty four. I left, and I was away for a long time. And I've learned. Even though it was bad things, I've learned bad things. And I'm like the prodigal son. <laughs> But the prodigal son returned. Yes. And I return, but it's it's not gonna it's not always gonna be how they always want. Of course, it's not what they want. Mm -hmm. It's what comes out of your heart. Yep. If God is in your heart, not just not not questioning if it is or it isn't, but with God in your heart, things come out of you naturally, and you no longer do things to try to please church people, but to please God. Yeah. And there's a struggle because um, I don't try to please humans or people. But then again, sometimes it feels like we should, and I don't. I find it. Uh, But who tells you we should, though? <laughs> no one tells you. No one tells you we should please kind of, people. It kind of feels like that. Yeah, but by by whom? Like, where is this pressure? Where does this this pressure come from? Because we should not please people. If I'd say, um, uh, maybe church members. But you're not there, so who? <laughs> so who exactly pressures you to to please them? Mm. The environment, perhaps the way they talk. The way a, they, um, one thing is the environment. Mm. The others would be like the leaders of the church. Obviously, when you miss one day or two, maybe even three, four, then you're looked at a rebel by the leaders. With the leaders of the church, right? Does that bother you? Mm. It pushes me away. That's one thing. I I understand that. Yeah. And then the more they do it, the more it pushes away. It's like they try. They make you feel bad for not going. Mm-hmm. Mm. And to a certain point, it's like I get what they're trying to do, but uh, it doesn't seem like that's the right approach. But then again, I can't comment on certain things just because you know that would be me going against church. So I ha I also have to accept that you know there is some sort of mistake in me. And but I think not just in me, but also church. But then again, we never have the time to talk about that. It's always in the secret conversations, I guess. But yeah, like, you know, I look at the leaders and I see them and I see them, uh, I wouldn't say lost, but weak. 
weak and I ch I choose that word weak because the more I talk to them the less they understand either themselves or me and little comments like personal comments can maybe trigger some sort of effect on them that would cause this likeness on me and when it comes to exercising the mind whether why, why do you think like that can we dig deeper on that so you can simply understand that it's not always what you guys think it is but then again we don't have that conversation there's no connection simply judgment but oh well but aren't you also applying judgment on myself on them and on them I'm criticizing maybe the actions that they take uh, just criticizing or venting whatever you want to call it like I try, I try searching for different ones but I'm just in a way I'm kind of used to them I'm used to seeing them I'm used to I'm used to the people that you know I used to be with but what's sad is that even though the people the people that were there in the past like feels like they're no longer there even though they are so one of the reasons is that they're growing and because they're growing they also have to find some sort of balance in what they like, what they dislike, and maybe, maybe there's something that they have in church that maybe they just dislike certain things and they just don't know what to think about and they're forced to liking what they do and in a way they feel obligated by themselves and by family members to act on the best behavior so in a way it's act like you're good and that's not um, I wouldn't call that uh, understanding yourself it's like they don't understand themselves and there's that conflict and because there's that conflict they never talk to anyone and because they don't they just simply can't understand themselves and I see that but then again Who am I to tell them? Um, the, for, okay, well, if I may. Oh, no, sure. no. Oh, let me sit up. 
-hmm. No church is perfect. Of course. There will, there will be no church that is perfect. Every church has their their issues. Mm -hmm. um, church is ran by people. People make mistakes. People have the way of living. People have different lives. People have lived different experiences. People are at different levels of, 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 of knowledge, of wisdom, even when it comes to the Word of God. Even knowledge doesn't necessarily mean a lifestyle because you could know the Bible backwards and forwards whichever way. And that doesn't necessarily mean that your lifestyle is going to be even uh, admirable. You could still have a... Anyway, you, but what I'm saying is all those variables come into play when it comes to like running a church. And when you have a bunch of different personalities like that, it's going to affect the churches being run. Now, do you feel like the church that, I mean, we're talking about, church that I assist, the church that you go to, do you feel like there's no longer anything there for you to learn? I think there is, but nobody talks about it. Nobody talks about what the next step could be. What the what? What a next step could be. I mean... I think I've talked about these, um, whether maybe it was with you. I think it was with you. Um, what? Years ago, when uh, we did that camping trip in Big Bear. Well, we, talk, we talked about that? Yeah, so there was that little prophecy thing, right? But right. it's I'm not, I'm not here for that prophecy. I'm here because um, I was I was genuine. Is that the word? When when I wanted to go to the next step, and my question was, okay, so what do I do now? And there was no one that pro that was able to provide an answer. And I, I search and I talk to you know, different leaders, and uh, no one seemed to have an answer for well, what what's next. What do I do? What do I focus on? What should I do? And there was no guidance. How many years ago was this? You're it talking about almost, what, uh, over 12 years ago? What, I hate to ask, but mm -hmm. what have you done since? As I, far as I got that, away. that next step. Did you ever get to that next step now? It took me a while. It took me a while because um, I couldn't find an answer, so... I was still lost under the whole, well, what am I supposed to do? So I kind of left church and I stopped, um, I stopped coming back and I let things be. And because I let things be, you know, it didn't take that long before I kind of gave up on church and church or god church and god after a while 
years later, you know, uh, kind of got pulled back. Not because I wanted it, but because something pulled me back. So I guess I answered for what I was looking for is what's next? I mean, that's that was the question. What's next? What's the next move? What's the next step? Well, if you know the things you know, which obviously it's not much, but with the things that you know, you should practice those in life. Do you feel like you do that? I feel like I do, and I kind of suck at it, but I... There's always a struggle between myself and the devil. Of course. So, because there's a struggle, when I mess up and I miss a day, and then I go back the next day, I hear the, what do you call it? I don't know if, if it's the devil saying hey you missed again and like I said you know the devil is in the details one thing that I've learned is that you're able to hear the devil and God as well in the same pattern through the voice or through the words of others and it's very interesting so there's that battle every time. No matter how hard I how hard I try, there's always that. Which I try not to let it get to me, but sometimes it does. But I don't I don't stop because of it. You know, I it's not like it's gonna change my life. So no, I'm not here to say I give up on on God again. Nope. I might be able to give up on, on church, but not on God. Um, I think there's still a lot to learn on church premises. Um, but for now, I'll, I'll stick along. What does that mean? I'll, I'll tag along, you know. You'll still go? Well, yeah. But you don't. That's, that's the thing. You don't. Yeah. I try to watch him online whenever I don't go. But it's not always. Here, Here's what happens. Mm-hmm. From a personal experience, as someone that did not go to church for 10 years, and not to say that church is the answer, but it's what's in there, what it's talked about. Even if it's something that I, and this is me personally, and even if it's something that I've heard over a thousand times. The word of God being presented to you, mm-hmm. it is it is the shield for those battles. It is the shield for, for, for your everyday struggles, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, every day. When I go, those things happen to me as well. Mentally, 
little things try to get in there right mm-hmm. like oh he's wrong about this uh this is wrong uh, look at this trust me i'm i'm i've not missed but two sundays ever since i came back and i've seen all sorts of things um those things do try to get in my head and i recognize where that's coming from and i stop it because to me i'm like you are not going to cause division in here mm-hmm. i am going to be that example that it's not going to work here the division what i'm going to try to do is the best of my ability god giving ability because it's not mine it's his is that i would do everything i can to fight against the division that we have in church if there is lack of something that i am aware of i would do what i can to bring it to light of course in a in a good with a good manner right I'm not going to be aggressive either because like paul told uh was it the corinthians that he had uh he had to talk to them like babies because like spiritual is uh, spiritually speaking because they were not mature enough to understand certain levels of, of how to explain certain things so he had to take it down a few notches so that they would understand and if that's what we have to do sometimes then that's what we'll do but it seems like to me that your acknowledgement of certain things frustrate you because other people don't realize it other people don't acknowledge it and you get frustrated by that and it makes you just like eh, not deal with it no more right and the way to counter that is you like you said it they don't understand so if they don't understand you can try to make them understand in ways that they can understand to their level not saying that you're up here and they're down there right but different there's i don't know how to explain it but there are ways to explain things with more than just words i think our actions speak louder than words for example if you try to teach something to the church if you're trying to teach something to the church members about like how they're getting something wrong it's going to be hard for any of them to listen to you when they don't even see you and that is the problem when 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 you're you said that they don't there's no conversations and stuff in there that that's not going to happen if you're not there if if you want to initiate conversations with them you want people to get more along with it you could start doing that you know there's there's this faith comes into action and that's what uh uh the special guest that we had last sunday was talking about um that faith goes along with acts with with action it's not just something that you just keep it to yourself it's action your actions speak for your faith and faith speaks from your actions vice versa right so there are things that you and i can do to make things different if we have that knowledge if we have not knowledge but that awareness of certain issues because if we don't do anything then we become part of the problem because we're now basically accomplices to what is going on we're witnesses and it's i mean you've heard all the analogies of 
being just as bad as the one that pulls the trigger if you just stand by and watch it so there are things that we can do and by us choosing not to do anything i mean we're not really helping the problem we're just talking about it and it's good because we're bringing it to light and given the platform i mean i hope that people that are able to understand what we're talking about here and 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 that it is uh, an issue and and it's not really god so if it's someone that is listening it's not really someone that has faith or or, or even attends to church and it's just you're just someone from outside just listening to us that you know that's and you're thinking to yourself that's why i don't go to church um that the, the problem is that every how to say we find an excuse in people to justify our actions to say that's why i don't go to church because you're looking at the actions that people you know they're they're the way they behave the way that people think the way they they say things the the things that you know about people that makes you go you know a bunch of hypocrites but by you doing that you're at the same time justifying your own actions to not attend mm, right for example if i mean even if you're someone that attends church and from the out on the outside every day whatever is you you're running an errand or or whatever someone mentions god to you what is your instinct how do you react instantly to that do you want is it something that you want to talk about or is it something you rather avoid now think about that for a second if it's something that you want to avoid it's because there's shame there there's embarrassment there are things that probably come up to you in an instant that make you feel like this is not a a suitable conversation to have because of my current conditions because when you, when you, when, you, when you talk about god then you talk about uh, repentance the things that we've done our sins right those sins will come to your mind when someone talks about god so instantly you just want to you just want to hide you want to basically go under a rock and talk about something else because it's something that is not convenient now where am I getting at is that when you look at those things, it's easy to point out and not, I'm not specifically talking about you, Luis, but when you see those things in people inside a church, it's just easy to turn the other way instead of going there with the, I guess, hunger of learning more, even if it's something that you've heard before, it's something that you don't agree with, but at least the conversation is being taken place. Because if we're not doing that for at least that one day of the week, what are we doing then for that time? Sometimes it, it sounds like there's a lot of scripture, but not a lot of teaching. Yes. Yeah. So, I I mean. Like what you're, what you're talking about is like explaining, oh, sorry, like explain further explaining of the word. Yeah. I mean, break it down. I mean, what is it right. mean to you? Yes. How do you how did you learn what you learn? Was it just biblical or experience? experience it with your life, right? Yeah, I mean if it's in 
if it's experience, well, I, I'm more interested in learning uh, how did you apply that in exactly. your life. Yes. So I can see myself in the same situations that you probably gone through when right but so some of the verses, something that you can relate to yeah i mean i want to be able to relate with the teachings but mm-hmm. i mean he, yeah he, he, something that happens in church and, and and i agree something that happens in churches not just this church is that pastors have the tendency of talking about uh behind the pulpit as if everyone is living in sin Right, like mm-hmm. they'll use one verse from the Bible, and then from there, just talk about uh, what people are doing wrong. I, I get it, right? You're trying to bring attention to the people that are sinning, and you're trying to change their ways and stuff. But not everybody is living in sin. There's some people, yes, of course, we sin every day. But some people have that hunger for more knowledge of the word. So instead of focusing on making people feel guilty, we should focus more on uh, explaining the Word of God. The, the biblical yeah. stories, the biblical uh, wisdom that is in there, instead of using a verse to bring people basically shame. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, yeah. Like And like... Go ahead. And it doesn't. It's sometimes it's it, it's just funny because, like I'm I'm neutral, I'm calm. Like whenever I'm in church, obviously I have my kids, you know. Uh, but um, it's like every now and then I I hear this random comment that um you know brother brother comes and. It, it's, it's okay like i i get it like you don't see me there every day but um it just sounds um like i know what you're trying to do in a way like when they come and they they're like hey uh, they say it in spanish <laughs> mm. it's like it's the, yeah Ya dejen de fallar la iglesia. I'll translate that. Stop. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, stop being so inconsistent with going to church. A ver. Ustedes del. ¿Cómo dice? Ustedes son de la bola o de los elegidos? And and there's that. It's just like oh, here we go. <laughs> and it's just like. Uh, but there's a point i mean i get that right and i get how it's weaponized see what what is happening there is you're weaponizing a truth to break to make you feel like ah right Mm -hmm. i i I get there i'm gonna call it tactic i get that tactic right but behind that tactic there is some truth but that doesn't come from making you feel guilty right because let me ask you this have they asked you how you're doing never have they asked you how your family is doing Mm, through the surface they don't really they don't really care to hear about it no see and that is the problem because you have a bunch of people that are 
doing following i'm going to say following orders thinking that is what they should do but they are there's no love there's no genuine love behind the things that they do and when there's no love Luis, between in, in in the things that people are doing you can notice it yeah you can notice it and you can see right through it and yes it is sad when someone comes up to you and is talking about something biblical when they're talking to you about like oh this this and i get that but you can feel that there's no love true love there behind there's no genuine interest in your soul they just feel like it's a duty to tell you what they're telling you so yeah. they're basic it's basically more following the orders of an establishment rather than the love of god and that is a problem a big problem in churches today if if churches are being criticized it's because of that because there is a lack of huge problem of lack of love in churches like why aren't churches more involved with the community and it's something that i've mentioned in the past why aren't uh yes there is a for example the church that we attend to there is a, a sister that is helping the homeless for example on her own and she's got a really wonderful program that she's doing with a bunch of other sisters and brothers and feeding the homeless and and that kind of stuff brings warmth to my heart that such things are happening right that some people are doing that but when the church as a churches as a whole are not involved in that there's a problem because there's no genuine love for the souls it's just they're just the focus is more on the establishment like we need members we need numbers we need this we need we need that but yeah there's no genuine care for one another like yeah. you said there's no conversations with one another there's no unity so there's no unity right Ex exactly so and i bring it back to that that we can do something about that we can bring unity we can try i mean not to say like oh we're gonna bring this we're gonna start a revolution hurrah <laughs> you know we're not gonna, <laughs> we're not gonna take pitchforks and stuff like that and protest outside of a church but with our actions and us knowing that we can try and yes dude oh, right i'm a from a person here you know personal experience i try dude i try and it sucks it sucks to get shut down Mm. We're like, oh, hey, I am. Oh. Dude, it well, sucks. One of the things that I... I <laughs> that I, sucks, dude. Yeah, one of the things that I, I dislike, it's like um, when they come and they ask about my family. Like, you know, uh, you can say anything about me. I'll, I'll probably take your, I mean, take your best punch. Hit me. Like, I don't mind. Come on, I want you to do it. I want you to do yeah. it. Hit me. Like, I don't I don't mind your um whatever you want to call it. You can you can judge me, you can criticize me. I can, I'll, I can take it. Like it doesn't it's not going to affect me as much as it's going to affect you, you know. Take it easy. Mhm. Mm no, I'm telling you take it easy with that. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> but you know, when when they come and they ask, "Okay, how are you doing?" Well, you know, I'm good, you know. Oh, yeah, you know. How's your mom? Uh, well, that's nice my mom uh well you know and then i sometimes what i do it's like um i'll say something too honest 
too honest that can <laughs> make it. <laughs> they throws them off <laughs> yeah really quick and then like they'll just stay like oh well have a good day it's just like them yeah you don't want to talk about it i want to talk about it where are you going <laughs> yeah but it's it's like that um and i think um what did you say um i'm honest about some of the things you know they they ask about my mom and i say well my mom she's uh, she's a bit insecure about certain things and you know and i'm pretty sure that is she's not just the only one there's many and like i'll start going like that and and they're just like uh like that they don't yeah, know maybe, how to... maybe it's also not the time to talk about that like <laughs> oh you know she's she's overall she's doing good but if you want to know more about her you know we can take a seat we can talk a little more you know, invite me to dinner it's not gonna happen <laughs> invite me to lunch like, where are you guys gonna go eat oh yeah can i go <laughs> no but here's the thing like <laughs> and this is like the the elderly 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 <laughs> church members uh-huh. when it comes to the to the jews that are actually experiencing hardships in life i right, take it easy on the youth they they kind of they kind of when we open conversations and mm-hmm. they truly have some sort of questions and they're looking for meaning and for uh like i, I can see there it's, there's curiosity and yes. how you been like honestly dude i'm i'm doing good you know i've i've gone through a lot and then i, I do a quick summary of what i've gone through just oh yeah oh okay okay oh dude, okay and like and i asked them about that oh and then like they try to minimize whatever they are going through and i can see that and because i see that i'll sometimes even ask something that can probably trigger an effect effect um we are emotional of course you know i don't i don't see it as i might use this against them now sometimes they like they they open up really 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 quick and it comes because they trust me and because they trust me they are willing to conversate some of the things that they're going through mm-hmm. and that's really cute i was gonna say, was gonna say cute but it's actually sweet it, it sounds corny but it's nice. It's nice hearing honesty. Well, to, uh, I was going to say something. Um, Go for it. There will be more of that if you would talk to them. What? Well, you I can't do that I, from the house. No, I, but I don't. I don't talk to the people from church. This is for like people that are not necessarily going to church it's okay. the people that used to go to church and something happened and then they obviously mm. you know they, they there's some people i haven't seen in a while yeah there's many there's a lot and actually i have a lot of pictures that i'll show you after the podcast but i have a lot of pictures i did not dude i was i take a lot of i've taken a lot of pictures over the years mm-hmm. it's crazy how how young uh everybody was yeah it's been some time. It's, time it's flies different. by. Yeah, it's and, and and things are different. Our innocence, our 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 way of thinking changes. 
and like you were mentioning before the podcast and this is like a separate subject but how the things that we absorb the things that we see the things that we are taught our experiences become who we are and mm -hmm. it's not really 100% authentic like us it's just our reaction to what we went through and how we respond to the to our surroundings and it's 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 interesting to to see some to meet up well, i haven't seen a lot of them in a while but it's interesting to see the ones that i have seen the ones that i've talked how they have changed over the years over the things that they have been around with the environment so one thing i've said and i stand behind 100 and if anyone wants to debate me on this it's more than welcome to come to the podcast but <laughs> You become what you surround yourself with. Unless you're Jesus, right? Unless your faith is obviously 100% like firm in God, nothing's going to shake you, right? Because Jesus was hanging around with people that were not necessarily doing God's will, but he did not get affected by that, right? He was still firm. Now, with us, it's different. If you hang around people that are not necessarily go doing good things, you'll eventually fall into that. It's like someone that goes into the into politics, a government official, like a governor, right from the outside during their campaign, dude. And it's crazy that some probably some of these people on this campaign are genuine, are legit about their intentions. Like, yes, we're gonna change this. I'm gonna change this. I'm gonna change that. But once they step in the office, they're confronted with the with the, with the cold truth. They're in for a rude awakening. Yeah, like, no, you can't do that. Yeah, actually, no. Don't, that's, don't that's, even say that. Yeah, you, that's not the way this program works. As a matter of fact, if you keep pushing that, there's going to be some consequences your way. So these things change. Obviously, I'm comparing that to a threat, which is different, right? But once you're in there, it, things change. Things are different. It's not the same being outside the ring than when you're inside the ring fighting. I don't know why I'm talking about that, but... <laughs> what was I saying? You just went off. I just went off. Talking about uh, how um, things that we've gone through. Right, yes, or, yes. Yeah, you, yeah. You, but that was just the point that I was just making, that you, you become what you surround yourself with. So... Mm -hmm. To, to, to bring to bring that at least to make a point out of that is surround yourself that want to do better in life surround yourself that are hunger for more knowledge not ambitious ambitious is different it's okay to be ambitious in some things and to some aspect and to some extent but not necessarily ambitious to the point where nothing satisfies you and you want something more whether that's in your career money material well, or yes the, uh, I was about to say uh well, I am going to say it. Uh, you said something about that, you know, darkness and... Darkness. Everybody. Darkness and light. Uh, last episode, okay. yes, I did. So look, so here's one thing. Here's... This is my view. And, and look, this is a good conversation. Simple conversation. Just to open up about how we th view things. Look. Disclaimer, uh, right? This is what you think. Well, this is what I think, and yeah. then if somebody has a different opinion, you're more than welcome to, to say come it. and debate you. No. 
obviously. Um, <laughs> let me see if I can find these mm. birds real quick. Okay. Uh, you can say something in the meantime. Are you asking me to entertain the people? Is entertain, that what you're asking? Yeah. Wow. Well, first for most, I want to apologize for last week's listeners that speak Spanish and understand English. Well, actually, there's no reason for me to apologize no more because you're understanding this podcast. Uh, but to those that don't speak Spanish, actually, because last week's episode was in, in Spanish. But I, I did say it at the beginning of the episode. I want to talk about more about what happened in Texas uh, in Spanish because it, it's something that happened within the Hispanic community um, and it's it was like a cultural thing not to say that it doesn't happen in in uh, in Americans here in the US where we are but actually happens a lot but <clears throat> I just wanted to point that out in in Spanish I'm sure like in English you've seen all sorts of articles about what happened and so on you found it Luis I did um so it's matthew 5 14 to 16. so i'm gonna read up um uh, well, let me read the verse it says you are the light of the world a town built on a hill cannot be hidden neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl instead instead they put it on its stand and it gives light to everybody, everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. So that's right. Amen. I like that. So here, here's the thing. This is what I that I've noticed on church people when it comes to these births. And we talked about this in the past, and it's something that I think it should be uh, said. Okay. We are the light of the world. The same way you cannot hide a lamp uh, just because of its brightness. Like, if you're light, you don't just hide. You stand out. You resemble lightness into the darkness of the world that exists around you. So my question for you Christians that are in church, why do you hide yourselves? Your light. Why do you hide your light? Those that hide it. Not all of them do. But Not all of them. But Actually, you know what? Deeper. Those Christians that even think that don't hide their light, but actually are. Mm-hmm. So yeah, let's apply it equally. Even those that are not, let's just say that. Yeah. Let's just say that you are for the sake of the argument. Yeah. Okay. Let's say that most of them are, which means well, my argument is is this: if you call yourself a light, why do you always hang out with the same light? I mean, I get it. It's it's good but then again you're supposed to be light in darkness which means that the brighter you shine it's because your lamp is full of oil 
and I'm going to resemble that with your faith. How big is your faith? Because like we said, faith is not just about knowing, but if not on acting. So you should act in this world like your light. Right. And be careful not to surround yourself with darkness and eventually become darkness yourself. Exactly. So, yes. Darkness, everybody. But then again, they don't. Yep. It's it's a it's a slippery slope. We 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 preach unto the people that we know. We preach unto the same church. But when do the church members preach unto those that they don't know? It's hard because it comes with courage. And courage is something that we must have to preach the gospel. But then again, back to my question, why don't you guys do But, you know, that's just my way of looking think, at it. I think that's good advice. I think that's good advice. So. And, 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 and not, mm, not talk about it in a way that you are condemning people because that's not what we're talking about here. Obviously not. We're not talking about telling people that they're wrong, that they're living in sin, that you're doing it. You know, okay, Jonah, Jonah did that. I mean, I, I, I get it. But it's more of the, before you go on to criticizing and mentally judging others for what they're doing make sure that the love of God is in you mm -hmm. because if it is you will see things differently you will not see you will not feel angry you are not going to be personally upset with them it, you're not going to start I don't, I don't know for a lack of a better word beef with people you should feel the need that these people have for God's love and how you can bring that to them how can you bring that light into their darkness mm -hmm. yes well said I think that's that's what we that's how we conclude this this episode yeah, yeah. And, I mean sorry sorry if we sounded like I'm I'm being too hard on church but sometimes some things need to be said sometimes nobody tells those that are in leadership anything but then again you gotta you gotta understand that there's church people and there's there's a world out there Our, there's a world out there there's a world full of sparkles Barnaby lesson Barnaby and before I go reminds this takes me back to when I had a conversation yeah, it, it kind of wasn't like a conversation. It was mostly, um, you're right and I'm wrong. Well, actually, hey. you're, I'm right and you're wrong. Who's right and who's wrong? What are you talking about, Luis? Um, so I was, I was having a, com 
the same conversation that I'm having or the same example that I've used. I used it on one of my uh, family members. Um, Uh-oh. Different, uh, different ideas. Family so, members is different. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's a little bit. Uh, they always it. tell me that I should watch my words when it comes to family, but uh, I mean I get it. But careful, you can harm. You can cause sometimes you can con- cause more harm than good. Yes, and I mean I would choose your words more carefully. Oh, I've chosen my words careful, passion. Mm. Perhaps you should have done the same. <laughs> oh, Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> Go ahead. But okay, so this is uh we were talking about like, you know, I was making one of my family members uh make a decision, you know. Obviously, it does it wasn't a simple decision, but then again, uh because we live in a world that comes with difficult decisions, therefore we should um make a decision that could cause less harm. Mm. Um, that was confusing. Well, Go okay. Ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> There's not going to be a decision in this world that's not going to cause harm. There's always something that's going to cause an right. effect, whether yes. it's, you know, bad against bad or, you know, bad against good. And if it's bad against good, then obviously choose good. But if it's a bad or a worse, then uh, choose a bad one. What? Because the other one might be worse. So, it's something like that. But, um, okay. Anyway. Did you get the example? I, a little bit. I, okay. Whatever. Two bad decisions. One of them is bad. Right. But you must choose. So Two, Both decisions are bad. Yes. Choices, I should say. Choices. Okay, they're both bad. They're both bad, but one of them is, is worse. Okay. One of them is worse. So, How do you know which one the worst one is? Well, that's when you critical think you know you you have to be able to do some sort of questioning i'd step away okay see but that's the thing you can't just step away oh yeah you can watch me (laughs) (laughs) because sometimes if we step away you know the the cost of that might be that you know somebody's gonna make the decision for you so what hey no one's gonna decide for me I'm just, you know, it, it could be the cost of certain things. Pray. I would suggest people to pray before they make a decision. Yes, but my... If you need help, consult help, guidance, assistance, counseling, a but, therapist. Yes, but here's the thing. My yes. my aunt said the same thing. And remember, it's always hard to make a hard it's, decision. Okay. But sometimes... We must, or else, you know, life or time, it's eventually going to decide on something that you might not right. want. It's like waiting on, on, on to make a decision about something and then you just don't make a decision. It just gets worse, like not paying a bill. Exactly. Okay. And um, so I told Which these... Which reminds me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I told the same thing to my aunt, you know, uh, and the example that I gave her i don't know if i should say it I, i'm not gonna say it because of you know my cost problems but um hey, talk about one decision being worse than the other right mm-hmm. so i'm not gonna say it though there you go so she said the same thing that you said kind of funny she said well i'm not 
Oh, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna choose on that. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 no. Wait, wait where were you going? Just like, no, it's because what you're doing is that you're making me decide something I don't want to decide on. I'm like, well, what do you think life is? It's like, but no, but that's, that's, that's not, no. I'm like, you have to make a decision whether you like it or not. Yeah, but they're both bad. Yes, they're both bad, but one of them is worse. And if you don't decide, you know, same, same concept. I'm like, yo, no, but I'm not going to decide just because. Okay. I was like and so here's my point you trying to hide yourself by not deciding on anything therefore you hide yourself and when you start hiding yourself and not deciding or making choices hard choices then what you're what you're doing is just hiding it we are supposed to be light of the world, whether we like it or not. It comes with hardships in life. Yeah. So don't just hide behind whatever it is it that you hide, just because you don't you don't want to think too much about yeah. the decision that that you're trying to make might cause problems within yourself and others yeah sometimes you just have to act on something like when something when someone needs to hear something they don't want to hear mm -hmm. which brings me to what you were saying about church leaders and whatnot i hope that you are able to voice your concerns to these leaders like personally if those are things that you are thinking about mm -hmm. that you know you're concerned about something biblically speaking those things should be brought up to that person personally mm -hmm. and, and, and voice your concerns so that you can get that weight off your shoulder like okay I said it I'm out you do whatever you want with that with that information but that's how, what I think and the ball is on your court cuz <laughs> oh you think darkness is a LA I was molded by it Mold. No, born, but I was born in it. I was molded by it. I didn't know what light was until I was already a man. That's a pretty cool concept. Yeah, so to conclude, yes, fellow listeners all over the world, greetings to everyone that listens to us outside the U.S., within the U.S. Thank you. I've, you know, I've never, I never, I've never shown gratitude for those that listen to us. Uh, I'm very thankful for for you guys listening to us, for taking the time to listen to us. I really, really, really appreciate it. I cannot believe we're 28, 29 episodes in. That's crazy. I didn't. I mean, it's not like I accomplished. We have accomplished a lot, but it. it feels amazing to know that this been this has been consistent and someone just dropped the plate mm. um and i'm grateful for that and i'm grateful for the opportunity and and, and thank you Luis, for coming and and thank you junior um <laughs> i'm grateful and, and thank you so much and let's bring that light to the darkness in whatever situation we find ourselves ourselves in 
because we can always say say we're in a bad mood and that is completely understandable right for example that's me when i'm hangry for example when i'm hangry and i'm really i'm really hungry and 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 i start to notice i'm starting to get irritated by the little things right the way the door closes irritates me sometimes and i'm too hungry and <laughs> i just want to slam the door I just want to throw everything. Sometimes the computer crashes in church and I want to flip the desk because I'm hungry. Right. And it's not so much because of the computer, but because I'm hungry. So let's let's make we can always make things worse with our emotions. Let's think rationally. Let's be logical and let's be peacekeepers, not makers of war. We can always make things worse, but it takes courage, like you said, Luis to try to make things better and with that said i hope you guys have a good day a good night enjoy the rest of your evening your morning and we'll see you on the next, next one. one stay awesome i cannot find the pause there we go <laughs>